0: Algar Productions.
1: Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Batman Beyond Podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 87 Shriek and Dead Man's Hand.
0: Hi, pals. It's, it's, uh, I, I don't know what to say except that I'm Al. Hi, and I'm Maggie. And I have the plague. He does. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, you, your old boy is, uh, positive for COVID. So mm-hmm. uh, if I'm, a, if I'm a little loopy, if I'm a little delirious, that's why.
2: This is now a COVID positive podcast. Hooray.
0: Well, you know, I'm just trying to stay COVID positive
2: about uh-huh. all of this. And, As uh, well you should. Ugh. <laughs> I made it almost two years. That was mm-hmm. something. Mm hmm. So, that Omicron's a real pain in the ass, isn't it?
0: Uh, yeah. Mostly I'm just sleepy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if, if I seem a little out of it, if I seem a little, like, uh, drunk or loopy or whatever, it's it's because of that. Yeah, he and has not,
2: a good excuse. You know, eh,
0: I don't know about all that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we talked about this, and you're like, well, why don't we just take a week off? And, well, you know, we got on these shows, and we bragged about how, no, you know what? We had deaths in the family. Mm-hmm. We, we lost, like, all sorts of, we got sick, everything, and we're always here. And, like, I don't want to. I don't wanna not show up now just because I'm a little sleepy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's you know, come on. Next week I'll be dead.
2: Mm. You better not be.
0: I mean I'd prefer not to be, but you know, <laughs> I have no control over these things apparently. What are we gonna do, you know? Mm hmm. On that happy note, uh <laughs> let's talk about the fun world of Batman
2: Beyond. Yep, no plagues in the
0: future. Um well, no, there are. I'm thinking ahead. There there definitely are. Yeah. Not this week, though. There's
2: also the one from the Batman comics in the 90s that was called The Clench. What? Yeah, that was a big crossover right before No Man's Land happened. It was one of the disasters that led to No Man's Land. Oh, The Clench? The Clench. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Was it about butts? Uh, I don't think so. I forget what, it, what the actual symptoms were, but I'm pretty sure Raza Ghoul made it. Because
0: uh, it just sounds like butts. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're clenching your butt. What,
2: what are the symptoms exactly? Well, you have to poop, but you can't poop.
0: Mm. Well, that's definitely a reason why Gotham is an island now. Mm-hmm. Oh, comics are weird. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, why don't we talk about Shriek?
2: Yeah, well, I will tell you about Shriek. Please do, man. All right. So Derek Powers has taken a meeting with some scientist guy named Shreve, who is trying to convince him about how awesome sound is. You can use it to hear, like... Uh, Birds, Shreve says, and, um, songs, uh, um, not squids, but, uh, hang on. I mean, we couldn't even be having this conversation without sound. Yes, that would be a shame, says Powers, not terribly impressed by Shreve's sound talk or his new sound suit, which could be used to bring sound into the 21st century or whatever decade this is. (laughs) I have a better idea, Powers says. Why not use your sound suit to kill Bruce Wayne? That asshole's been trying to keep me from tearing down the theater where his parents died so that I can open up a 24-hours-a-day parent's murder factory. <laughs> That's a good idea, says Shreve. I've been looking for an excuse to get into serious villainy. Then it's settled, says Powers. You shall be called Darth Shriek. Or, uh, just Shriek if George Lucas is around. He, he, he's not around, is he? <laughs> Later, Terry and Bruce explore Crime Alley so Bruce can talk about his dead parents. All his friends have abandoned him, or are dead butlers, so he hasn't had a chance to do this to anyone that isn't a large dog for quite a while. (laughs) Luckily for Terry, Shriek attacks, so Terry turns into Batman, we have an extended fight scene, and then Bruce is injured, forcing Terry to take him to the hospital. At the hospital, Bruce acts like a real asshole to everyone, throwing soup at a nurse like so much Spock. Then he starts hearing voices in his head, telling him to jump out a window. This is probably fine. (laughs) Meanwhile, Terry traces Shreve back to his apartment and, knowing that Shreve is lonely and hungry for pizza, is able to shake Shreve down, what a fun sentence that was, for (laughs) information until Shreve realizes that Terry is a little too smart for a pizza delivery guy. There's more fighting, Terry changes into Batman, Shreve still doesn't realize that Terry is Batman, and then Shreve escapes. Terry goes to check on Bruce, who has been put into the psychiatric ward because he keeps yelling about voices in his head. Terry examines Bruce and discovers one of Shriek's radio transmitters on Bruce's head. I would have found that eventually, says Bruce. I used to beat up the Mad Hatter. But nobody is impressed by that, so they just go escape instead. They trace Shriek back to some old car factory that he's working out of, and then they fight in silence in a pretty badass scene. Eventually, Shriek's helmet explodes, and we learn that he's gone deaf, deaf in an ironic twist worthy of, well, not the Twilight Zone. Um, maybe the Outer Limits? Also, George Lucas shows up and sues his ass. <laughs> Uh I
0: do need to uh clarify one point. Mm. That was not soup. That was a bedpan.
2: Oh no. That's worse she... than soup.
0: Yeah, she was the, the nurse was uh trying to make Bruce uh use the bedpan and he was having none of it.
2: You don't tell me where I piss.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Piss if you're lucky. Yep. I'm Batman. I've been pissing in this suit since I invented a way to collect urine in a bat suit.
0: I mean, they've definitely mentioned that in, in various comics mm-hmm. as I recall. Yep. I feel like Frank Miller probably, like, something sticks in my head about that. Oh, it was like, didn't they retcon something in year one where he pissed himself or something stupid like that? Oh,
2: yeah, that's from the uh, Kevin Smith comic. That fucking sucked.
0: That's what it was. Ugh.
2: I just think it'd be really funny if Batman pissed himself. No. I think we're good. Yeah, in one of the most important scenes in all of year one. Yeah, I think the entire legacy,
0: you know, 50, 60-year legacy at that point of Batman is probably okay without that
2: then. Mm-hmm. no it was funny
0: uh, okay whatever kev mm-hmm. uh, yeah. so yeah another another new villain yep another um like he's got different powers he's not just like oh this is just batman's old guy only updated mm-hmm. like i don't have is there a sound
2: guy i don't think there's a sound guy which is weird because like a- usually there's a sound guy
0: yeah, it feels like that is a that that's a pretty standard villain thing. Mm-hmm. Like stretch powers or weather powers or whatever. It feels like there's there's yeah. a, a sound gun, but I can't think of any. It sounds
2: it definitely sound. sounds like a Flash Rogue. I'll tell you that.
0: Oh, it absolutely does. My sound gun will defeat the Flash? Mhm. What I like at the very beginning mm-hmm. is as as you describe, uh he's doing a very bad job of of selling uh powers on the thing. Mm-hmm. Except the episode opens with uh powers thinking that he's about to get hit by a train yep. and very convinced by it but then he shakes it off and is like this is nothing well motherfucker you just thought you were getting hit by- like you were like old-timey movie audiences in the
2: 1890s <laughs> thinking that train was gonna hit you man i really like the idea that like he's like oh, this technology is really good but i'm too scared of it uh-huh uh let's just have this guy try to kill bruce wayne instead I mean, that is, I will say, so far, he's
0: done a better job of sort of building, like, a, a roster of villains than mm. uh, Lex ever was. If, oh, they, yeah. They, they hinted at that with Lex a few times, but he never really, nothing really ever came of it. Yeah. But uh, every time Powers sees somebody with potential, he's like, hey, hey, kill this guy. Mm-hmm.
2: I mentioned this before. I really like Derek Powers as a villain. Like he's a Like, yeah, he's a real good, like, big villain for Terry.
0: Yeah, and they're continuing to do the thing where he's he's there, he's, mm-hmm. he's he's a presence there all the time. Yeah, but he hasn't really fought uh, Batman as the glowing skeleton like he did briefly last week, mm-hmm. but just for a minute. Like there isn't a whole episode about him, you know, fighting him as um,
2: Blight. Yet. Yeah, I mean, in this we don't see him as Blight in this episode at all, no. and he's got a pretty great role in the episode. Yeah, like it's just like I like that it's it's a part of his character, but not the most important part. No. You know, if I was a glowing skeleton, that would be my whole deal. I'd never shut up about it.
0: Well, you know, it's it's easy to make your whole life about being a glowing skeleton if you're a glowing skeleton, but it's nice to have other interests. Oh
2: god, I would rock hat being a glowing skeleton. Yeah, you would. But, you know, I just got a new uh, I just got a new wig from my wife that would look amazing with a glowing skeleton. <laughs> skeleton with a wig. Uh-huh. It's right. a good look.
0: Yeah, I guess so. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. You know your way around skeletons more than me, so i will, I will oh, definitely oh I, I, I i've been
2: training for this day my entire life
0: yeah that is that is a valid
2: point uh but uh, talking
0: about how like how cool Shreve is this is uh or shriek is this mm-hmm. is kind of your good
2: thing i I really like the design on shriek it's a cool black and white uh armor i like the little spiky fingers uh mm-hmm. the dude looks like a mega man villain which you know is my shit and oh yeah like his it's it's just a cool unique look um <laughs> i love the uh the uh the boombox quality to it well it's got a bunch of like uh speaker thing yeah. yeah is a dude strapped into a speaker that rules i disagree
0: with you i think he looks like a polar bear designed at the apple store uh, you um you're not wrong only because he's got like the weird little stubby black fingers mm-hmm. like that's what ruins it for me the rest of it does look very cool i agree with you
2: i first of all love the little stubby black fingers Sec- I don't... Secondly, what what's wrong with a polar bear designed at the iPod fa- uh, by Apple? I guess so. The but, old iPod um, factory.
0: I think it's I think it's the blue highlights. I don't like. If it was just black and white, mm-hmm. it'd be cool. But there's some like sort of cool blue. Oh, I love like, it. Uh, I think that kind of throws it off for me. Yeah, but no- uh, you know, it's still like it's a unique design mm-hmm. and it's different than again different than existing Batman guys. And when you sort of put like blight and Ink, and this guy together, mm-hmm. like, it, you're really starting to build a good, like, solid, you know, I hate the word rogues gallery, yeah. but that's really what it is. I'm Blight, and this is
2: my crew of one-syllable villains.
0: Mm-hmm. Actually, it's pronounced ink but I will, uh, All right. I will I will go with Ink just to just to keep the, the brand going.
2: Here. Ink, you're out of the league of one-syllable villains. Mm-hmm. I'm nuts.
0: <laughs> um... Felt it was weird that Bruce... And actually, um, this is my... In the future. future! Bruce Wayne will have managed to keep the expansion of Neo-Gotham away from Crime
2: Alley, but also just leaves it there to continue rotting. I was wondering about that, too. Like, <clears throat> I get him wanting to, like... Oh, of course. You know, honor the place where his parents died. Like, that's that's the... a
0: That's a thread continuing mm-hmm. from the original series.
2: And it's such a Batman thing, too. Just like, no, we have to, like be sad about this forever but like the fact that the entire part of town is just like moldering away like he's not doing anything like no one's making the Martha Wayne like memorial theater or whatever
0: no and honestly like I of course powers is evil and of course he wants to gentrify it and turn Mm. it into malls or whatever but like I almost I'm almost on his side with this where it's just it's it's dilapidated buildings falling apart and he wants to put something in there that people can use like that's that part's not
2: that evil. Like this this theater was old and abandoned when Bruce was like in his prime, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> I you feel like he would have used some of his money and clout to I don't know, preserve the corner yeah. where you know the alley where they were killed, but like the, the neighborhood should be look good. But
2: Yeah. Put a plaque down or something. Bruce, Jesus. I will say
0: wh- one of the things I really like in that little bit though mm. is Terry has such a different perspective than Bruce on stuff like mm-hmm. this. Like this will. This is sort of one of the main points of uh, Return of the Joker, which they'll get into. You know, when we'll get we'll yeah. get into at the end of this series, but it's it. It comes up a little here too, just that Terry sees has gone through some of the same things, but sees it very differently. Mm-hmm. He's like, "You went through this. I'd want to tear it down." And Bruce tries to convince him otherwise, yeah. and maybe he does. But his initial impulse is, "No, I wouldn't want to keep it. It's it's sad and terrible."
2: Well, this is like. This is one of the things I really like about this show and it's something that we never really explored back when, you know, Robin was a character because he was so terrible is like these t- like Bruce and like this young man with a conflicting viewpoint to him, you know? Like I really like seeing these guys like sort of clash against each other. Like, you know, I think
0: I think some of it and I might be reading into mm. this, but I think some of it is that the kids were intimidated by him, a little scared by him. Mm-hmm. And Terry there's some of that in there but it's not nearly as much
2: it's like I never had to see Batman as Batman like it's just this old guy who's mad at me all the time
0: yeah look I know his history mm-hmm. and and I know he's tough because I've seen him in a fight mm-hmm. but uh, you know I haven't actually seen him be terrifying yeah
2: nobody's scared of you Bruce well no not anymore they used to be though
0: yeah I don't know they're still pretty scared. he's still pretty scary
2: <laughs> look you know me there's nothing in the world scarier than an old man who's gonna yell at me
0: that's true but I mean, you know, he's got that that glare. Mm-hmm. Oh he, uh, man, he he could whip a cane around.
2: I really disappointed Bruce Wayne. The worst uh-huh. sentence I could ever possibly say. Ugh. Yep, that's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. But
0: I, I again, I like Terry saying, "No, I wouldn't keep it. It's sad. Yeah, and it's just it's such a such a great contrast between the two characters. Where it's like, yeah, my dad was murdered too, but come on, man. Yeah, it's I like do. you want to
2: spend your whole life being sad about it. Yes.
0: Yeah, and, and I'm Terry sorry. just kind of <laughs>
2: wait. Not what bad. I'm Batman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't exactly make what what uh, most people would call healthy mental mental decisions.
0: Well, and I think that's why the the whole mental illness mm-hmm. thing is kind of like uh, you know it's kind of like leaning into something that's already there. Yeah, which is which is good. Um, I want to get back to to Shriek's whole sound thing though, mm-hmm. because I am very much a sound guy. You like, are. I, I just, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I like to think I've gotten okay at, you know, like, sound effects and stuff like that. And, like, I just the, I, like, I wish I was better at sound engineering, but I'm learning. Well, have but, you considered uh, th- making a suit made out of sound
2: that you could wear?
0: Oh, I have. Mm-hmm. No, of course I haven't. Come on. <laughs> it would look like a polar bear designed at the Apple store. I've, I'm better than that.
2: I really want to see you play the guitar with those little spindly fingers.
0: I Okay, that would be good. Right? And I wouldn't need an amp because I'd be wearing the
2: amp. You're wearing the amp, and you are the pick.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're really selling me on this idea. Yeah,
2: no, just look, think about it. Well, all right. You're sick. Am... You've got time. Yeah, but I um, I I like they explore
0: the idea like like there's that whole fight sequence in the factory where it's almost completely silent. I they kind of spoil it a little by putting some score under it, mm-hmm. and I wish they would have just had no sound whatsoever. But it's still pretty scary cuz like suddenly this like giant industrial factory hook mm. is coming at you and you have you you can't hear it
2: you know or whatever it's it's a really cool scene and i think you're right like i think they really kind of i think they panicked mm, like could be. <clears throat> we can't just have a completely silent fight scene like on this children's show we're going to lose people mm. um i don't think i don't think they would and it, also it was only maybe 60
0: seconds out of the episode.
2: I when I was uh when I was younger um I was listening to the radio while I was at uh, the comic store uh cuz that's the only thing I had access to. And mm-hmm. uh the station I was listening to did this thing where they were like we're going to play 1 minute of complete silence on the radio and we're going to see what happens. And mm-hmm. they did it and people freaked out like they were saying like they got like a shit ton of like uh uh people calling in just like did you know that you're off the air? Oh my mm-hmm. god. It's like, you know, people freak out real quick if uh, they're expected to hear something and they aren't.
0: Well, I, like, I've I've given this a lot of thought. If I went blind, obviously it would suck, Mm -hmm. but I would live. If I went deaf, I would go insane. Yeah. Everything I do, like, relies on sound. Like, I... I can't go around the house with headphones on with music or whatever because, mm-hmm. like, I need to hear what's going... Like, if someone comes in the door and I can't hear it, I don't like it. Oh, like, so, it like, really... like,
2: noise-canceling headphones, like, uh...
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it, that really pings my anxiety, not being able to hear what's going on around
2: me. Yeah, I get that. And,
0: and so this episode really played on that. It played on, like, not being able to hear your your situation mm-hmm. and all that. And, like, the idea of his... Like, and all the technology he uses is based on stuff that's real, like the, the, uh, coming up with a, a sound wave that matches the one that it hears and sort of like, uh, inverting it is a, is a real thing. Mm-hmm. And just all of that is, is so cool. And then like the, the micro receiver that he puts in uh, Bruce's bandage yeah, just feels very, you know, I like, like a, a thing that could exist.
2: Mm-hmm. I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. No, it's great. And, and. They really explore the potential of this mm-hmm. quite a bit. Plus the plus the obvious like if if your sound waves are strong enough, they'll knock stuff over. Yeah, which I mean is, yes, <clears throat> vibrations. Yes,
2: that's the that's the most uh, comic book thing of all. It's like, what if I shot you with sound hard enough that it broke that wall?
0: Yeah, I mean, sound is just vibrations, mm-hmm. and vibrations that are strong enough can knock shit over. That's mm-hmm. not you know that's not much of a leap.
2: Is there a way that I can play ska music loud enough to kill this guy? I, probably. Mm-hmm. I think the
0: army's done that. Not Ska, but... Oh, they've know.
2: definitely used Ska. Oh,
0: all right. Mm-hmm.
2: There's one guy in, like, uh, army fatigues that are just black and white checkers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That tracks. Mm-hmm. You know, to camouflage himself. <laughs> yep.
2: <laughs> um. So,
0: talking of the bandage thing, this is actually my bad thing. Mm-hmm. They jump from there's a transmitter hidden in your bandage to Bruce's release from the mental ward really quickly. Like, I'm glad they kept the episode moving along. I didn't need a whole sequence of terry checking him out or Mm -hmm. whatever but some indication that he didn't just break out of the place would have been good well
2: see that's the thing i thought he did like i thought Yeah,
0: exactly that's how it plays it's like well now we know i'm not actually crazy fly me out the window yeah
2: that doesn't they're just gonna
0: come get you man Mm -hmm. you're you've been committed
2: hey bruce wayne you escaped from that mental institution we were keeping you you in yeah here's some money go away
0: yeah you're rich but you're not that rich Mm.
2: you used to be that rich but you're not anymore
0: no, the problem is there's a there's another guy who's a little bit richer yep. who put you here in the first place.
2: Get to watch these two rich guys fight over whether this guy should p- have to stay in this hospital.
0: Mm-hmm. But it's, um, like, that's a very flimsy bad thing because this is a very good it episode. It
2: is a very good episode. Like, mine's not much better. Yeah, well, what do you got? I got, uh, Terry's plan to ingratiate himself with Shreve is weird, um... Like, is this guy exceptionally lonely or something? I cannot think of anything in the world worse than sharing a pizza with some rando. I get that
0: from your, like, from, and I, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But I think it played out fairly naturally. Like, yes, you and I wouldn't do that. But pizza guy shows up with a pizza that doesn't belong to you, says, Ugh, I got to pay for it anyway. Yeah, you want some? Like, it, it felt, I don't know, felt kind of natural. Like, I think. I think Terry's better at being undercover I, than he, Bruce was. He
2: def- well. He for, for one thing he didn't dress up as Matches Malone to go undercover. Correct. A uh, a disguise so badly made that um, like, oh hey there goes Bruce Wayne in his Matches Malone costume again. Mm. Uh, Bruce, Bruce Wayne
0: cosplaying as a Frenchman for some
2: reason. Uh, Could you tell me more about the crimes you were trying to commit? <laughs>
0: Whereas Terry's doing a bit of a, hey, I got this pizza for you, which isn't great, but also it's, it's I think it's meant to not be great. Yeah. He's, he's a high school kid pretending as someone else.
2: Hey, uh, why don't you tell me more about this uh, whole sound thing you're doing here? Uh, not for and, nothing, I just heard about a whole bunch of sound-based crimes. Maybe you heard about that? I mean, it was on the news. Mm-hmm. So, you know. What do you know about sound-based crimes? Hey, <laughs> I'm walking here.
0: Nothing. That's why I'm asking you.
2: You seem to know oh. a lot about signs. Wait, no. Signs. Mm-hmm. I'll take that again. You seem to know a lot about sound.
0: <laughs> signs. Signs everywhere. Signs. Your
2: favorite song. Uh-huh. Uh you blast that out of a sound suit, you're gonna kill me.
0: Uh-huh. Just at regular volume, Uh-huh. <laughs> ah.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Um but no, I I think he did an okay job of like trying to seem like a guy mm-hmm. and just like poking around where he doesn't belong. Like good, you know. And and I, I like seeing and we'll get more of this uh, as the series goes on, like times when Bruce can't help him mm-hmm. where he's got a, where he's left to his own devices yeah. and he he does OK. And I like I like knowing that this kid can hack it like, yeah, he's not as smart, obviously. Mm. But that said, he worked out the transmitter thing yeah. before Bruce did.
2: Well, I like Bruce is like, oh, you're going to go do some detective stuff. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go do some detective stuff.
0: Yeah, just because I'm not the world's greatest detective doesn't mean... It's not a zero-sum game. Yeah. I can be an okay detective. That's that's still more useful than not being a detective at all.
2: That's definitely a Batman philosophy. Well, if you're not the best at this, then what's the point of you? Uh,
0: that is true.
2: You get tricked by the Riddler, and that guy's not even very good at riddles.
0: Nope. Plus, it's Riddles. <laughs> You know, like the the simplest form of trick. Like that's the thing you learn when you're a baby, mm-hmm. when you're trying to trick people for the first time. It's not something to build a an intellectual empire on.
2: Why did the chicken cross the road, Cape Crusader? <sighs> it's not a riddle. That's a joke, and it's not a good joke.
0: No, it's never been a good joke. Mm-hmm. The problem is, it's the first joke anyone ever learns, and it it relies on you knowing joke construction because it it sort of like undercuts that. And uh, ah, never mind. <laughs>
2: To hear more about uh, how why Al is mad at the chicken crossing the road joke, uh, I don't know, mm-hmm. sign up for our Patreon or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. Now I have to record that episode. With COVID. Ugh. Thanks a lot. Uh, I feel like we should definitely cite this as a uh, Kids Love Batman mm-hmm. thing, though. Uh, mental wards. Yep. Trying to drive a man literally to suicide.
2: Uh, I was reading the uh, the DC Wiki on this one, and two things. One... Uh, broadcast standards and practices had to make it so that uh, no one ever actually said to Bruce, hey, why don't you go jump out the window? Uh,
0: okay, now now tell me, as someone who has recently watched this episode, mm-hmm. was it not abundantly clear that that's exactly what was happening it in absolutely that scene, regardless was. of what he actually said? And
2: all, Shrie- all Shriek is doing is saying, go to the window, you know?
0: Yeah, and then Bruce looks down at how high mm-hmm. up it is and... Uh, shriek says uh go ahead do it yeah I, we all know what he's yep. like just because he doesn't say the words we still exactly know what he meant
2: uh secondly uh the dc wiki refers to the uh mental ward as the <clears throat> psycho ward which um that's unfortunate guys mm-hmm. also
0: guys i think and i this just occurred to me it's it's unfortunate that uh, they had a real missed opportunity here to show us uh, Arkham of Neo Gotham. Oh,
2: that would have been very cool.
0: Like I wasn't thinking that during the episode, but as you said that, mm-hmm. I was like, why isn't it Arkham? Yeah, and it, you know, it's just a hospital. It's not, he's not there forever. He's there for observation, so that's why. I think but, it'd be
2: very interesting if they're just like, yeah, we shut Arkham down. That place was not conducive to the health of anybody.
0: That would be great too. I just kind of want to know what, like, what the deal. That's a like we're seeing. We saw Crime Alley in this one. Like, we're seeing all the sort of, like, uh, Gotham staples. Like, mm. where's where's uh, where's
2: Arkham? Or they do the, uh, the Dark Knight Returns thing where it's like, hey, and, by the, and here's Arkham, and it's like the Arkham home for the emotionally troubled or whatever.
0: Yeah, which is just Frank Miller saying, oh, we coddle criminals too much.
2: <sighs> okay, thanks for No, me. but I would like it to be like, it's just, yeah, it's just a regular hospital now. Well, yeah. We thought it would be a bad idea to try to treat people in a frightening Frankenstein mansion. Well, I mean, yeah. Uh,
0: So my good thing, this is, we've been sort of uh, avoiding talking about this because it is sort of the meat of the episode, Mm -hmm. even though it happens uh, near the end, is um, Bruce, like, Bruce knows the whole time. Yeah. He knows the whole time that this is not. He's not hearing voices. He's fine.
2: Well, I, I I mentioned this a little bit in the uh in the summary, but like Bruce has ha- like Bruce has dealt with mind control a lot, you know?
0: Yeah, um, among other things, but also he's dealt with dealing with his own sanity. Yeah. Like he's as you said in your summary, mm-hmm. like he's he's had to have this conversation with himself a lot. Yeah,
2: like Bruce is not what I would call uh healthy mentally, but he does know himself mentally at this point, you yes. know? Yes.
0: Exactly. And people have gotten, like, inside his mind and tried to pry the secrets Mm -hmm. out, and they can't because he has incredible control over all that. And uh, I believe you ended up using uh, this as your quote.
2: Yes. um, I had a couple of options, but honestly, this is the best line in the episode. Like, this is one of the best lines in, like... In the whole DC animated universe?
0: Yeah. So, uh, here's that. Tell me something. Why were you so sure those voices weren't coming from you? Well, first, I know I'm not psychotic. I hope your other reason's more convincing. And second, the voice kept calling me Bruce. In my mind, that's not what I call myself.
1: What do you call yourself? Oh, yeah. I suppose you would. But that's my name now. Hmm.
0: Tell that to my subconscious. Yeah, this is, I've talked this up a bunch, but Mm -hmm. uh, that is one of my all-time favorite. Just, that's... That's when you really know this show. Like, I mm-hmm. mean, you already know, like, seven episodes in that they get it. Yeah. But but that really kind of clinches it. Like, oh yeah, this. Well, this show is a direct continuation of that other show. They understand this mm-hmm. character. They know what they're doing.
2: Well, I mean, I really like that it's 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 such a Batman thing. You know. Yeah. It's like yeah, of course that of course he doesn't call himself Bruce. He hasn't called himself Bruce in 50 years. No,
0: Bruce died in Crime Alley. Yeah. With his parents. So yeah, but it, it's, it's such a, and you lose this hearing it audio wise, but uh, you, you, Bruce gives him a look that mm-hmm. pause you hear in the quote where yeah. Terry's like, well, what do you call yourself? And Bruce just looks at him like, the fuck do you think? Yeah. And it's, oh, it's so good.
2: I like, uh, Terry's like, yeah, that's me now. But like, it's Terry I'm, yeah, it but is, but it isn't,
0: I I was very curious and I didn't. I didn't make you aware of this on purpose, because I just mm. kind of wanted to observe you. Mm-hmm. Whether you would start calling him Batman or not, and you have, and I'm delighted by that.
2: Here's the thing. I've noticed that too, honestly. I refer to Batman as, like, the probably, costume.
0: Probably Dick Grayson helped with that. Uh-huh. But there was a thing in the fandom at the time
2: mm-hmm.
0: where there was a, a huge contingent of fans who enjoyed the show well enough, but refused to call him Batman because like they thought he was trying to replace him that this isn't the real batman blah 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 you know that whole thing mm. and so i'm just super curious going in seeing how people like genuinely react fresh to this and you mm. being a, a big batman fan i was just i, I wanted to see how you would uh, how you would take to it
2: it's 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 tr- interesting you know yeah
0: cuz he is he is the batman of the show and yeah it's funny to call him batman beyond and mm-hmm. we'll probably keep doing that
2: oh yeah but you
0: know it's um I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you have to buy into the reality of this. You have to accept him. Like I hate it when people just think, "Oh, he's a kid. He's not as good." Like Yeah, that's true, but also uh, he is better in some ways.
2: Yeah, it's one of the things that I like about Terry, you know? Like But
0: it's been it's it's very much been on my mind that people need to give this character a fair chance because mm. he is pretty well-rounded and he's well thought out and he's yeah. he's not just the cynical cash grab, here's the new extreme kid Batman.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it would be the easiest thing in the world to make him dick. Yeah. And instead, he's a good character.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's got his own failings and he's got his own problems and his own limitations, but mm-hmm. he's he's a unique character that we've never seen before and and we're only seven episodes in. We'll be eight episodes in at the end of, of, of this coverage here. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I know him not just because I've seen the series before, but just... Because they've done such a good job of setting him up, you know?
2: I, I think a thing I really like is the fact that Terry is a completely brand new character. Yeah. You know? Oh, unique,
0: um, not from not pulled from the comics, you mean?
2: He's not pulled from the comics at all, you yeah. know? Like, there was no, like, uh, there was no Terry McGinnis character no, from, you, like... No,
0: you mentioned more than once that there's a little bit of, like, some of the Robins in him.
2: Oh, there definitely is. There's, like, they they've definitely taken stuff from but these shows know how to do pastiche very well so you know but like this is not a thing that would happen now what do you mean like with all the the way that all that all the superhero stuff works like all the marvel stuff and i love this stuff so like you know Mm -hmm. i'm not you know criticizing or whatever uh i am criticizing it a little bit but But like it's um the way these shows work now this mm-hmm. character would be someone from the comics like even if he had mm. nothing to do with anyone from the comics they would give him a comic name yeah. just to have that reference i guess
0: i guess that makes <clears throat> sense
2: like they they just there would they just wouldn't create like a whole new character with a whole new name for this show you know mm-hmm. and i like that they're like that they're like no th- this is new this is a new character
0: well it's He's, i mean we talked about this as far back as the first appearance of harley these guys were always respectful of the roots but they were mm. never scared to add to the tapestry and like look we are a legit part of the whole Batman tapestry why mm. don't we add stuff to it instead of just like cannibalizing stuff that I already came yeah. before why don't we also you know contribute something and and they continue to do that through justice league
2: and I love mm. that well and like i just it's one of the things that has made batman beyond so interesting to me is that it's not just Old characters were no. doing new stuff. The temptation to just throw the Joker in right away yep. must have been like overwhelming. Like
0: no, and they they kind of ha- got to got to do a little of that with the Joker's the gang. Yeah, but like I also forgot. I I went and uh, uh, looked up a little about Akira, and apparently mm-hmm. there's some uh, clown guys. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The I, the opening, I didn't I didn't uh, like, realize like, that. I thought they were just going for the motorcycle thing. Yeah, so that's cool.
2: But um, no, like. And, you know, also, I don't know if you know this or not, but uh, the Joker makes a lot of money.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I I mean, and this was somewhat true back then, mm-hmm. but it's it's way more of a thing now than it was in, like, oh, 1999. Yeah. Which he had shown up in the one movie in 1989, and that was it. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, they'd rebooted, well, soft rebooted, I would say, with, with uh, Schumacher. Yeah. And then rebooted entirely, like, with uh, Nolan, and it still took him until, what, 2008 to get to mm-hmm. him again?
2: But I remember the temptation, like... The 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 original sequel to uh Batman and Robin that they had planned, which I think oh, was yeah, called, I remember this. Uh oh God, what was it? I used to know this. Anyway. Um it was gonna be uh Harley trying to bring the Joker back to life. Yep. And they were gonna use like footage of uh Nicholson.
0: Yep. I remember I remember yeah. reading about
2: that. So like the temptation's always there, you know. No, I know
0: well, he's also one of the most recognizable mm-hmm. like, you know, now there's a whole other thing. But like yeah. At the time, it's like, well, you know, people remember the old 60s show. They also have seen some of the bigger comics. Like, people mm. know the Joker. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't bring him back. Like, so far we've gotten Mr. Freeze and that's it. Mm-hmm. And I think next week we might get another old guy, but they don't, you know, it's not an overwhelming part of the show. Like, we've gotten, like I said, we've gotten those three guys I mentioned and um, uh, Willie Watt with the with the uh, robots mm-hmm. and he'll come back. So. Yeah. Four unique villains in eight episodes that's Mm -hmm. pretty good oh no i already i already said
2: uh i already said blight so yeah Yeah. four yeah
0: that's uh it's pretty damn impressive
2: and it's it's a thing i see like it's a thing i see with like the comics that have come after like the batman beyond comics Mm -hmm. where they're always like what's this person up to what happened to this person where's this guy you know
0: Look, it's like, it's it's interesting to, mm. like, we are in the same setting, and we do want to see some stuff, but don't mm. just make it that.
2: I just, I like that a lot of these guys just got old and retired, you know? Yeah, like, or died. I don't want to, like, I don't want to see what, like, like Harvey's up to. Like, no. I bet it sucks.
0: Yeah. But, uh, speaking of the Joker, um, mm. they did have a very quick nod, like, when oh, they're yeah. going through the old building in Crime Alley. There's just a wanted poster. That's mm. it. Is That was a nice little wink. If you've seen
2: this clown, please call, uh... Mm -hmm. Uh, uh,
0: I am not stopping to use a phone. I am running for my goddamn life.
2: Hey, where are you going? Don't you want to call the GCPD and let them know you found me?
0: Uh, I'm like Waldo.
2: Have we not met? I'm the Joker. Oh, no. You know, from TV.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Which I I take
2: over twice a week. Yes.
0: I borrowed this device from Cobra Commander. (laughs)
2: I'm going to need that back soon. <laughs> Citizens of the world.
0: <laughs> uh, weirdly, mm-hmm. that is going to be a reference we're going to be hitting pretty hard later in Batman Beyond. Oh, God. There is a criminal enterprise called Cobra. Oh, shit. That uh, Batman will fight regularly mm-hmm. in, I want to say, like most of the third season. He's, they take up a lot of his time in the in the later part of this oh, that's series. That's interesting. Yeah, and I just think of the other Cobra all the mm-hmm. time. They're probably from the comics. But...
2: They are from the comics.
0: But much like the group in the next episode, mm. even when they use something from the comics, they still make it their own.
2: Well, yeah, like we'll get to this in a sec, but like, I really like what they did with the Royal Flush Gang.
0: Yeah, in fact, do you have any other stuff to talk about? Where uh, you, you wanna just no, I think move we on? can move on. All right, well, let me tell you what happens in Dead Man's Hand. Our tale begins with a bunch of smarmy rich assholes on a yacht having a party and sneering at poor people. One lady has a comically bad southern accent, and her date has an equally comically bad French accent, and for a moment, I wonder if we're keeping the whole Marvel riff going and doing the X-Men now. But no, we're firmly back in DC territory, because streaking across the sky on their flying playing cards is none other than that felonious family of foppish fiends, the Royal Flush Gang. There's Jack, a guy who has, like, three lines in this episode, but still manages to convey a perfect sense of Well, my co-host identified this exact vibe many weeks ago on this very podcast, and it's become a very useful phrase. Jack feels like one of those, my father shall hear of this, kids. There's the big bruiser guy known as Ace. We named the dog Ace. Uh, Won't that be confusing? Not to me, says Jack. (laughs) There's Ten, the pretty teen girl who's called Ten because she's a perfect ten, which is almost certainly a reference she has to explain to every new person she (laughs) meets. There's Queen, who is the queen. She's married to the leader of the gang, King, who has all the powers of a king. <laughs> the Royal Flush Gang are also smarmy rich assholes, so we're not really sure who to root for here. But thankfully, Batman shows up to clean their clocks or, I don't know, something with cards. These shows have done an awful lot of thwarted yacht heist sequences. <laughs> and honestly, I can't think of a new way to describe that. The point is, Terry stops the bad guys and then races to his date in the opening credits dance sequence with Dana, only to find that she's not happy with him. You're always showing up late whenever Batman fights a new supervillain, and you're always beat up in exactly the same way I see Batman get beat up on the news, and sometimes you talk to me in a Batman voice, I don't know what's going on with you, but I'm breaking up with you. Which, given that this is only episode 8, good for her, I guess. Some other girl who was just lurking right outside the club, an absolute knockout that some might describe as a perfect 10, pretty much tackles Terry and insists that they're in love now. Exhausted from all the late-night Batmaning and emotionally drained from dealing with Bruce and Dana, Terry's in no real condition to argue and just goes along with it. Boy, I hope they never put into a situation where they have to fight one another as their alter egos. Then that exact thing happens in some kind of a museum heist. Boy, these guys are really hitting all the classic DCAU caper settings, huh? <laughs> Ten is starting to have reservations about this whole life of crime thing, but not because she knows Terry is Batman. In fact, I was ready for the big reveal, possibly delivered via a perfectly natural conversation about mistletoe, but it never happens. Ten just doesn't want a crime anymore. But her father's having none of that because crime has been in this wealthy family's blood for generations now, and honestly, it's nice to see rich people just coming out and saying that finally. <laughs> so King, who looks like Hiram Lodge when he's out of his royal flush costume, convinces Ten to break up with this new cute boy she's been seeing so she can dedicate herself to crime. So she does that. But Terry hears King's voice and the word crime on the phone and does a little detective work and figures out that his girlfriend is actually 10. Hey, nice job, kid. You're officially smarter than Dana. (laughs) Then he fights the Royal Flesh Gang again, saves the day, and watches his new girlfriend get carried off to jail. I was all ready to wrap this up with a joke about how this gives Terry and Bruce something new in common, but then the show actually did that for me, so never mind. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. It was, Um, it was a little goofy, but in a way that worked.
2: Let me just roll right into my good thing. Yeah. Um, the Royal Flush Gang rule, actually. I'm um, really
0: surprised to hear you say that, given your reaction to them. We talked about them some time ago, and you're like, ugh, the Royal Flesh Gang.
2: Yeah, well, they were great in this. Um, I love that they are a completely 60s-ass idea just transported to the future. Uh the designs are all great on um, the king guy is such a wonderful asshole. I could oh, yeah. watch him be a horrible king all day.
0: No, and, and I mentioned this about Jack as well. Like he really doesn't get much to say, but just the the, the facial expressions, the sneering, mm-hmm. just like ugh. and the king's the same way. Like they're just they make them very detestable just by their by their design. And then I- there's some extra character stuff too but you
2: know. I, I i want to see an arrested development style sitcom about this family honestly <laughs> do you know how yep. good that would be yeah quite good <sighs> of all my children equally never cared for 10 <laughs> yeah it's uh oh boy that's how
0: sick i am i'm like desperately seeking for uh arrested development you know a show that i know literally verbatim oh. and i'm like oh no file oh. not found oh oh, oh buddy yeah <laughs>
2: If COVID no, takes I am right about me, you, yeah, come on. I want to show you've watched 800 times at this point. She well, said, looking, checking her watch. I was
0: every time I, uh, like I, I start watching, I'm like, okay, if I don't notice any new jokes, I'll stop. But then I do, and it's yep. like, okay, well, this is worth it then. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, they are very 60s. Like, uh, Bruce even says, uh, they rob places, um, that are uh connected to playing card suits like uh like uh, they robbed a club and terry just goes
2: yeah it's great like it's (laughs) okay this is how we're doing this look this is how this is how it used to be okay but but what they you don't even want to hear about my guy my guy who was into two
0: (laughs) (laughs) two what what they two (laughs) that one i remember yep but uh something they managed to do that uh you and I both are not fans of usually mm-hmm. is that um, calling out something that's a little corny from comics and sort of looking at the camera and saying, boy, I'm glad we're not doing that I they hate don't that they don't do that they find an in-universe way to say Bruce lived through all this this is normal to him yeah Terry, a contemporary teen mm-hmm. thinks this is corny and stupid because that's what that character would think. yeah of course but the show is not saying that yeah Terry's saying that. <laughs> so it's a good way to sort of have it both ways.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a rich tradition that I used to fight these guys. Oh, yeah, well, how come there weren't any episodes about them? Because they weren't very good at their crimes.
0: Oh, no, there will be is the nice thing. They're going to sort of retro fit these guys into Justice League.
2: That is true. I forgot about that.
0: Yeah, more but, than um, once,
2: actually. Yeah, but, like, they never showed up on the Animates on No, GTA-S. no, they didn't.
0: No. But uh, also, we didn't see every single one of his adventures. Like, yeah, exactly. This,
2: th- that's my point. Like, yeah. these guys were around, but, like... I feel like Batman probably busted him pretty quickly,
0: <laughs> well they're they're also not based in Gotham, like mm-hmm. like they have a castle <laughs> like I think a castle here, yes, go on, I was gonna say they have a home here, but no mm-hmm. it's it's like a fucking palace they have a
2: castle, yeah,
0: in Gotham, but they have <laughs> them all over the place, I think,
2: wow, there's not even that many castles in America, like yeah, I know there are a few, and these guys own all of them, yeah.
0: But, I mean, I, I don't remember what the exterior looked like off the top of my head, but the interior, where we spend a lot of time in, mm-hmm. and action sequences, was clearly a palace of some yep. kind. <laughs> More than a mansion. Like, be, like there's a, there's a scale from, like, house to mansion to castle, and it's, it's definitely closer to castle. The,
2: King is a dude who loves being rich mm-hmm. and loves being a piece of shit. Like, that guy is so just like, God, isn't it great to be rich and have other people be poor? Well, it reminds me a bit, without without
0: feeling like a ripoff of mm. or, or a retread of, uh, those rich assholes in the Batman episode who only did crime to prove that they were better than people. Oh,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, Like the guys with the, um, the animal, the animal masks. Yeah. Yep,
0: that's them. Where it's just like, I feel like, and I don't think he says this out loud, but it's the same kind of vibe where it's mm. like, I don't need the money. I just want to show that I'm better than these poor. Yeah.
2: It's I mean you mentioned this in your episode summary. It's it's very refreshing, honestly.
0: Yeah, for him to just say, "Yes, we are criminals. We are mm-hmm. rich because we stole it all." Yep. And that's true. Mm-hmm. But also they fly around on playing cards. Mm-hmm. They like they're all named after stuff from cards. Like it's all card yeah. bullshit and it's it's real dumb, but it in a, in a way like you wouldn't think this setting would lend itself to that sort of campy 60s stuff, but it, mm-hmm. it somehow works here.
2: Well, I'm I'm familiar with the Royal Flush Gang from the comics, and they're very much like the Rhino of uh, DC Comics. You know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, you've about? mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, the guys that you fight in the opening credits sequence. Yeah,
0: they are well, not—you don't make an episode about them. No. And the way—honestly, if you didn't have the in with Ten, you wouldn't be able to here either. These guys are not interesting enough to carry a whole episode. No. But—, but giving him and they did have to sort of say uh this girlfriend that we set up for terry uh dumped him for a minute she'll Mm -hmm. she'll be back next week i guess but but hey whatever
2: man i was actually impressed by that just like you know again you mentioned this in your summary good for you dana this is not how we treat people
0: yes except we know from like other episodes of other things later Mm -hmm. she's not going anywhere
2: (laughs) now do, do you know offhand like do they actually like talk about their, like, problems or whatever? Like, does he have to get back with her? Or, like, are they remember. just back together? That'll be interesting. I don't remember,
0: but that. it's it's also not hard to connect those dots if they are. Because uh, I don't want to say he's full-on abusive because he's not, but mm-hmm. it's it's that same pattern of, like, you go back to the person who treats you like shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a lesser degree of that, but it's still the same kind of thing, mm-hmm. where she can't quite move on even though she should. Mm-hmm. And it's it's sort of terrible, but you know, it's also kind of realistic.
2: Yeah, you are not wrong.
0: Which you know, actually, this is sort of my kid love kids love Batman thing is speaking of sort of abusive relationships. King is a pretty abusive father. You don't say. Like they don't get too dark with it, but it's definitely a more realistically toxic relationship than you see in most kids' cartoons. Mm-hmm. Like just the the way he threatens ten. Oh yeah, and and the way Queen is clearly like. Like, they, they have this moment mm-hmm. where she's like, honey, look. And it's the only time I, – I you probably noticed this too. Mm. They call each other Ten and Jack and, and, and Queen and yeah. so forth at home mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, which is it's, weird.
2: It's the only t- – I kind of like that. It, I, I do too. Like, it plays into the whole how yeah. weird all of this is. But, like – But uh, that's the only
0: time – this conversation is the mm-hmm. only time that uh, Queen actually uh, refers to Ten as, as her real name, Mel. Yeah. And um, she's like, "You you need to find a man – like your father, someone mm-hmm. who's great, who who understands and wants to do crime.
2: Yeah, and, and we can bring him into the crime family.
0: And it feels it just that just feels like a sort of like again not full on abuse, but definitely sort of a like a, a lesser version of you know like this cycle where you know she needs to get away from this and she
2: won't. It it absolutely has the feeling of like I know this is terrible, but this is how life is. So Yeah. What... and it's a.
0: Horrible sort of stand by your man thing, where it's yeah, like, it's a it's a point of view I that makes sense for the character, but it's mm-hmm. also a little hard to watch. It,
2: it's it's horrible, but like mm-hmm. it it all makes it all makes sense, you know.
0: Yeah, and actually speaking of that scene, this is an unrelated but sort of related that, that that like this is your bad thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so the scene where uh, Mel and her mom bond, uh, they have some exceptionally pointy boobs. Like even for Bruce Tim, there's a silhouette shot where it looks like they're dueling. <laughs>
0: okay I mean that doesn't bother me that's just part of the whole I mean
2: it's definitely the aesthetic but like look I've watched a lot of Bruce Timm cartoons at this point and like you could put an eye out with these things that's true but it's it never plays as overly sexualized I'll say that no it's just like wow those are some pointy
0: ass boobs Mm -hmm. it's like watching any movie from the 50s Mm -hmm. um so my bad thing yes Terry just happens to meet Mel on the same night Batman meets 10 you are not wrong in the city. Like they're they're in Gotham. It's not like she was robbing the high school and then went to the high school the next day. Like Gotham's a big place. Mm-hmm. And she just happens to be at the same club that Batman in his off time goes to. That mm, I well, and then I don't like when the plot relies on shit like that.
2: Well, and then she's watched him through the window to the point where I actually had the thought, is she like stalking him? Like is this part well, of the plan or something? Yeah,
0: that would be that would that's a way to do it. That's yeah, a way to it, connect. Like the the family says follow that guy, yeah. find out who he is.
2: But it's not. Like, she just happened to notice him across a crowded dance floor.
0: Yeah, and see him get dumped and said, oh, I, I, could, I could pounce on this one.
2: Hey, I like your vibe. Do you want to have a weird uh, uh, criminal uh, hero relationship?
0: Well, my mentor tells me that uh, this is a very important rite of passage for my type, so uh, I suppose so. <laughs> Which, again, the episode ends with, the uh, like, I like the genuine moment of connection between them where Bruce is pissed off at mm. first but at the end he's like uh yeah of course of course this happened to you let me tell you about Selena kyle <laughs>
2: and then when i'm done with that let me tell you about uh, Talia al ghoul
0: yeah yeah there's more than one trust mm-hmm. me i feel like oh and the the the, the phantasm yeah how, Andrea? how many
2: times how many times has this happened to you don't mm. let's not pick at that scab
0: yeah look every woman i've been with is basically a criminal except barbara you were with barbara uh, okay maybe we should talk about something that's else that's a now.
2: conversation for another night
0: for never uh huh That is a deathbed confession that I will forget on my deathbed. (laughs) Uh, My good thing. Yes. uh, Speaking of that club scene, I've mentioned this before, but I continue to enjoy it. The music we hear at school dances, or in this case, the party club, uh, sounds like an actual song from an actual band that kids might listen to. And it's not some generic stock library music. It's just a it's a nice touch that adds to the scene. And almost certainly it's because of the bronze from Buffy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like this show has a lot of Buffy in its it, DNA
2: it certainly does
0: and they're like well where the kids go hang out there's a band playing music mm-hmm. they're sh- they they listen to things that kids might listen to let's do that we are Warner Brothers we probably own some bands mm-hmm. let's just use some of that so
2: yeah, I, I like that I'm actually really enjoying most of the music in this show you know
0: ah, uh, most of it but there's that bit where uh, uh, Terry and Mel have their like uh, kiss, mm-hmm. and it's uh, I saw in your notes, uh, your wife said, Is that the end
2: of Layla? Oh, yeah, yeah, which, yeah, it was it really weird. That scene, like, I, I was certain that scene was riffing on some movie that I hadn't seen. It might be, it's, 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 it's like the what jumps to mind is the bit from I know it from The Simpsons, um. Where uh, Homer walks out of the, out of uh, the power plant uh, holding Marge, and it's well, that's from, from an, some movie.
0: That's from an Officer and a Gentleman.
2: That's right. Yeah, like that's what I. That's the first thing I was thinking of. Yeah, I.
0: I mean, it's probably it. It might be a specific reference, but it's sort of a general romance movie vibe. Yeah. So it doesn't have to necessarily be an on the nose reference.
2: Yeah, but Mal but, is right. It absolutely sounds like the end of Layla.
0: Yeah. Also. um... Well, fuck Eric Clapton. Uh, yes. But also, I i mean, and I called this out in my summary, I got a real uh, Batman and Catwoman specifically from Batman Returns vibe in this. Yep, yep. Like, yeah, the episode calls out this Bruce's experiences with his Selina, but mm-hmm. I'm talking about Michael Keaton and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yep. But she never finds out. Yeah. He does, but certain. she doesn't. Um, She will be back. I don't remember if she ever does find out. Mm-hmm. But she will, like, she, the the Royal Flush Gang and this whole situation will come up again, which Mm -hmm. I like. She's not just a one-off, oh, Dana and I were on a break like Ross and Rachel. Yeah. Like, no, it's, uh, like, this is an ongoing thing. Mm -hmm. Plus, when you're in high school, sometimes that happens, man. Yeah, that is true. You're with someone, and then you're with someone else, and then you're back with the first person, Mm -hmm. and then you're you're a dumb kid, and you don't know what you're doing.
2: Uh, Let's see. Oh, hey, is... Is Ace a robot, or did I make that up? Yeah, he is. He feels like a robot, but they yeah, don't show a, it in this episode. Yes, they do. Do they? Yeah.
0: Um, it's it's a it's sort of a blink and you'll miss it thing. That might be. You must have I must I, have, like, I might have been taking notes or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's a bit uh, where we're getting sort of exposition in their in their headquarters mm-hmm. uh, where the ha- the family's just hanging out and he's uh, uh, uh fencing with Jack. And Jack gets a hit in, and you mm-hmm. see like the circuitry in his, in his uh, chest okay. for a second.
2: Yeah, I must have missed that.
0: Yeah, it's it's very quick. But it's a, it's a way to show the audience, hey, look, when uh, Terry wails on this thing later, it's okay.
2: Well, Terry basically blows it up at one point and I'm like, yeah. does he know that it's a robot? Yeah,
0: he's do, not actually part I of the family. I know it's a robot.
2: They
0: they never show him out of a like out of the costume. He's yeah. always wearing like that sort of featureless white mask over his face, like he's yeah. you know, he's clearly not a person. It's
2: like is he a robot or is he just lurch?
0: Yeah. I mean, that could be too. mm
2: mm-hmm. Mhm. Like but no, these I, people I'm... are absolutely rich enough to just have a lurch.
0: Oh yeah. But they're also rich enough to have a big bruiser robot. Oh too. yeah. Um get that
2: guy some, I don't know, cart playing card-based skin. Mm-hmm. And so they did.
0: Yep. Uh let's see, what else? Uh oh, I have a I have another In the future! church. Criminals will refer to cash cards as plastic gold. Uh-huh. That was real dumb.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> plastic gold. Texas tea
0: <laughs> The way uh, this works, as I recall in this show, and I, I don't care that they got it wrong. It's just, it's it's something to remember about mm. the reality of this show. They're not ATM cards. They are, I believe, cards that just have cash value. Like they're tra- What I'm saying is they're transferable. Mm-hmm. I could just, it's like a $5 bill is now just a plastic card.
2: Yeah, it checks out.
0: So it's not so much that this is linked to my bank account so much as this already has value, and if you steal it from me, you can have it Mm -hmm. without having to
2: guess my pin or whatever. Feels like a lot. Mm -hmm. Like back when we would watch Star Trek and someone would be balancing like 15 pads in a pile. Yeah, exactly. It's the same kind of thing. What, What if we just had, you know, debit cards? No, no, no. I, which was
0: already a thing in the late '90s, because yeah. I know for a fact I was using them out in the sticks, so they must have been real for a long time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, uh, I think what else? That's everything
2: I got. I don't have a whole lot of notes for this one, although I did really like it.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a bit near the end where uh, Terry opens like a a police terminal, like an access terminal.
2: Oh yeah, I really like that actually. I'm.
0: I, I don't dislike it. I'm just not clear as to whether Barbara gave him bat access or Bruce hacked
2: it. I mean, either makes sense. Honestly, Bruce hacking it makes more sense.
0: What I what I like is this, and it, and it's mostly headcanon, the idea that Bruce is sort of undermining Barbara's mm-hmm. uh, police department in a lot of subtle, sneaky ways that she knows about, and she doesn't want to make a big thing out of it but he's a real asshole like mm-hmm. hacking her terminals and shit and, and she really wishes he would stop.
2: Yeah. I mean, that is so in character. Like...
0: Yeah. But it's it's not enough for her to like send the SWAT team there yeah. or
2: whatever. It's like, I'm and, not and... going to arrest Bruce Wayne.
0: Plus she had a nightmare about that once that was kind of formative. Mm-hmm. So she's probably never going to do that.
2: But also, fucking knock it off. I'm trying to do a job here. You know? Yeah.
0: I just like how that sort of complicates their, their relationship yeah. further. But again, I might be I might be just, uh, you know, reading mm-hmm. into that. All right. So my quote yes. is, um, it's, it's not particularly funny or anything. It's just like, there's a, there's a bit in the middle where Terry's like, you can't tell me what to do. And and he, he sticks, basically sticks it to old Bruce and says this, but I'm not going to change my plans because of a hunch.
2: Batman would.
0: Hey, I put my life on the line all the time. One night's not going to make any difference. One night always makes the difference. I know what it is. You can't stand to see anyone going out and having a life. You want me to end up like you, alone. Which is I thought pretty harsh. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, you want me to just be in a in a big old empty mansion with a dog? Fuck you. i mm-hmm. I'm gonna go have fun. Yeah. Yeah, good point. We all harsh. end up
2: in empty in empty mansions eventually. No, we don't, Bruce.
0: Mm-hmm. We No. There are very few mansions and castles in this uh mm-hmm. in this city.
2: Yep. The castles are all owned by the Royal Flush Gang, by the way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just registered to the Royal Flush Gang, mm-hmm. like legally on the deed.
2: Yep. Feel like they're, these guys were very be open about it. Yeah. They I mean, they're rich, so Yeah,
0: they just buy themselves out of jail. Mhm.
2: Royal Flush Gang. Who are these people uh committed more crimes today? Police mm-hmm. are baffled. There's nothing we can do about it.
0: Uh, in in related news, Chief O'Hara's up for re-election. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that there there's your problem right there.
2: Ah, that that would be the issue.
0: <laughs> all right. Anything else? Uh,
2: that's everything I got.
0: Yeah. Same yeah. here. All right. Well, that's all for this time. Mm-hmm. Next week, uh, we have the winning edge, yep. which I'm I'm pretty sure I know which one that is. Mm-hmm. And spelled. Ooh. Spellbound, I remember which one that is too. We, I, we have another new villain. Co- we have another, if I remember correctly, another classic Batman villain and another new villain. Mm-hmm. So the show continuing to mix it up. Like I never feel week to week like we're seeing the same thing over and over again, which is great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, our website is ever, kidslovebatman.com. You want to write to it, it's, it is uh, podcast at Gmail. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Algar. I'm at Maggie Robots. And we'll be back next week. Yep, see you folks. Twala, dregs.
1: For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit KidsLoveBatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at Patreon.com Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar-Watt. Copyright 2021, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.